Thomas Covington, MXGP of Lombardia. Another moto win, another qualifying heat win. You didn't get that perfect weekend, but looking at the bigger picture, it was pretty good. Yeah, you know, overall it was a solid weekend. Um, my speed was really good all weekend. Just, um, yeah, had it going on until that second moto. Um, I just got it to a second place start again behind Prado, and I was like, oh man, I think I got him like in the heat with the track being that physical. You know, I thought he would break a bit earlier, but he was just riding really good. I think he got in a really good flow. He was like using the bumps really nicely, jumping, and I was just slamming into him and running the same speed there the first 10 minutes, but I was just had to use so much energy to go that pace. And uh, yeah, after about 10 minutes, um, I decided like I got to make it happen now and I charged for two laps, but that's all I had. It took it all, took the wind out of me. And uh, yeah, so it's a little bit of a bummer in the second race, but still happy to be on the podium again. And you know, things are going in the right direction. Just uh, hope I can get one step higher there in Indonesia. Knowing what you know now that Prado wasn't going to break, would you have done anything differently in the second moto? Like, charged a bit harder right off the bat? Like, do you feel like you maybe waited for that to happen a little bit at the beginning? Yeah, I think knowing what I do now, I think I would have tried to make the move on the first lap just right away. But, um, you know, <laughs> in hindsight, you know, you can say a lot. But, uh, yeah. No, no, he's a bit stronger. Um, you know, he was always a little bit weak in the heat in the past, but um, he seems fit now. And, um, yeah, just got to keep that in mind in Indonesia. Even this year, like, if there's one guy you've kind of got the better of the most, it's him. So I guess that's kind of nice, like, being behind him and seeing the back of his jersey must be a little different to seeing Jonas's or Olsen's. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I've been in this situation so many times, I was like, oh, here we go again, like, another race with Prada. But, uh... You know, I think he feels the same way, like, oh, I'm not going to let him get me this time. But um, he's really, like, really good competition. Um, I watch his riding style quite a bit because it's impressive. Um, just a lot of natural skill on the bike. And I've been mountain biking with him in California a few years ago and uh, took him on a pretty gnarly downhill by my house that I go down all the time. And he had never been on it. And I walked my bike down some of the drop-offs, but he was just all over my back wheel all the way down. And I'm just like, dude, you go ahead. And he just sent all the jumps all the way down. I'm like, dude, this guy's nuts. But um, he's a talented rider, and um, you know, it's cool to have good competition like that. I know you said you put a bit of pressure on yourself in France to kind of get the perfect weekend. Uh, was it the same situation here? Uh, I guess so. I mean, um, in this situation, the only way to win the GP was... <laughs> see you guys. Uh, only way to win the GP was to have, you know, one one. so... Um, I wasn't thinking about the perfect weekend too much. Just I uh, really wanted the GP win because, um, you know, looking back, you don't remember the second places too much. You know, you just remember those GP wins. So really want to get some of those before the year's out. Was it the heat that got you in the second race? Or was it more like something happening, like a mistake that kind of made you sort of think a little bit too much, then the heat got you, and then kind of things started happening real quick? Uh, I think maybe a little bit the heat, but mostly just the track being so uh, physical. Um, and then me pushing so hard for two or three laps and the gap didn't close down at all that just kind of you know also mentally uh, took a toll on me and I lost my rhythm and you know when you lose your rhythm on a track like this you just <laughs> you have to work that much harder hitting all the holes and everything if you can't stay on top of them you're just all you know bouncing all over the place so uh, yeah just lost my rhythm I think probably mentally more than anything I think it's cool seeing you do well on tracks like this though because thinking back to your first year a track like this would have been your worst nightmare so like yeah. seeing you win races here or even somewhere like Lockett it kind of just proves just how far you've come and what this journey's been for yeah for sure I think like this year and also last year 
some of my strongest motos ca came on tracks like this. So um, it's pretty cool to see all the hard work that I've put in in Belgium. You know, riding in the sand, and uh, you know, me and uh, me and Joel Rolands, we've we've put a lot of hours in to be good on races like this. So um, it's really cool to see it paying off. And uh, finally, how's the reception been from the fans since you announced that you were going home? Have you had a lot of messages and all of that? Yeah, I've been kind of blown up actually. Uh, even with the Euro fans, they uh, coming over the tent, wishing me luck next year, and um, yeah, they're all a bit, little bit sad that I'm leaving the GPS. But um, a lot of people are saying, "Man, we're going to come watch you in Supercross and that." So that's pretty cool to see. I think uh, you know, I love all the European fans. They're uh, you know, they're true fans. You know, even when I'm having bad days, they they still stick behind me. So it's cool to see that.